Oh, we're going to catch a good a friend of mine, uh, David Buster Maxwell, uh, Pommy brother, uh, a black man from the, the motherland, they call it. And a very good morning to you. How are you going, brother? Good morning, Trevor. Um, thank you for having me on the show. I'd like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging yes. in all the lands that this broadcast goes out to and where we work now. Right. Thank you very much, my brother. Now, you've uh, gone through some uh, ups and downs in regarding to uh, prostate, and we're going to talk about that, uh, but also got on the line Anne Savage, CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. Uh, check if she's there. Anne, good morning. How are you? Anne. Hello, Anne. No, we'll try and get Anne back. Lost Anne there, but we'll continue the yarn. Uh, so we say to Mob um, Buster, who your mob were you from? Who, who's David uh, Buster Maxwell? Uh, well, um, I'm my mob, as we go heritage-wise, my father is from Nigeria, yeah. eastern Nigeria, um, in particular a little village called Isyukpo. Isyukpo? In the, yeah, in, in the River State. Um, my mother was from Jamaica and grew up mostly between Mandeville and Kingston. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Beautiful footprint. I'm just checking. We've got Anne Savage. Anne, good morning. No, Anne's not coming through. <laughs> Sorry, we'll try and get Anne in this conversation. Uh, she's the CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. Talking to Brother Buster here. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, you've, you've picked up the uh, prostate cancer. Uh, how are you travelling and where are you at with her, Brother? So, I'm... Um almost three weeks after an operation. Mm. So um, I had a family history of prostate cancer. My father passed away from that okay. um, some years ago. And so I've been checking my prostate. Mm. So I've gone through um, treatment and surgery. Mm. And um, now just in recovery period, I'm, like I say, almost three weeks. So probably another three weeks to four yes. weeks before I'm ready to look at getting back to work yeah, in good. a limited capacity. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Um, in regard to you getting back to work and things looking good, I'll just try again with uh, Anne Savage. Anne, good morning. How are you? Hi, I'm well. Oh, How good. are you? <laughs> well, I'm well, thank you, Anne. Trevor here. So you're the CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, yes? Yeah, I sure am. And where are you based, Anne? I'm based in Sydney, mate. Okay, fantastic. And I've got David Maxwell Buster here. Or David Maxwell, we'll call him Buster. So he's um, a patient with prostate cancer. Um, so we're talking about uh, uh, this uh, sickening disease. Um, prostate cancer is the most common diag uh, diagnosed cancer in Australia and the most commonly diagnosed cancer among Australian men. So uh, confirming, Anne, only men uh, get prostate cancer. Is that right? Oh, look, um, anybody with a prostate can get prostate cancer. Um, that generally is um, people born male. Okay. Yes, correct. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, so um, so to, to numbers numbers are high in real. This is said is prostate cancer is mostly common diagnosed cancer in Australia. So what sort of numbers are we talking at? Pretty high numbers, in fact. So mm. you're talking at least 25,000 Australian men every every year. Okay. Uh, one man every 22 minutes diagnosed in Australia. And um, really, tragically, and a key part of our work is, you know, the fact that around 10 men die every single day from this disease. Yeah. So it's a really serious one, and guys can't afford to be complacent about it. Sure. So is there a, um, a, a test as such, or what do you do to prevent um, prostate cancer? Early diagnosis is really important and there is a very simple blood test that you can get to help detect prostate cancer early. Mm. It's called a PSA test and uh, GPs can request that. 
test for men. It's really important, though, for men to be aware of their family history of the disease because okay. that does increase your risk of being diagnosed. Okay, and then when we're talking um, um, uh, prostate cancer, any age we're talking? What ages? No, look, typically it's, uh, the risk for prostate cancer increase as men age. Um, the, the prostate is a reproductive gland, um, mm. and, and for that reason, I think, you know, probably from the late 30s, early 40s, men need to be aware of this disease, particularly if they have a family history. Yes. Um, but it would be pretty rare to see it in men under the <coughs> age of 35. Um, under what age. we do know is that, mm-hmm. yeah, men, once, once they hit 40, need to be very aware of it, especially for men who've got the family history of the disease from the age of 50 and onwards you probably want to be if you don't have a family history you definitely want to be talking to your GP about whether you're, whether or not you should be undergoing routine testing and we yes. would certainly recommend that you do yeah. lovely and thank you so we're talking to Buster here David Maxwell Buster Buster nickname David David so you um, so you've uh, unfortunately picked up prostate cancer you've gone to the uh, through the testing and uh, so we're out with it now you said three weeks and you can start working and so things are must be looking good. Well, yeah, three weeks post um, operation, um, but six weeks is generally um, return to sort of light duties, is what mm. I'm being advised by my medical team. Yep. Um, and obviously, that depends, as you guys know, I'm a nurse. Mm. Um, yes, you and, are a nurse. And so I work in rural and remote areas, so that may may require me to take a little longer off because it's a little more strenuous, possibly, in mm. rural areas. Um, and the on-call is, you know, I have to manage how I'm going with the on-call, um, mm. you know. Well, I will say this, my brother, being a, a, a black man, a brother from another mother, uh, being a nurse, working in community, that is good medicine for you, I would say, brother. Yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> um, I, I, um, for those of you out there, um, Trevor and I have known each other for a while and um, Occasionally, we cross paths at festivals and that, which we did recently at the Laura yes. Festival, and that was certainly good medicine for my soul, even though I was feeling mm. a bit below par at the time. It was really good to get out on, on uh, other people's country and interact with the dancers Beautiful. and see that, yeah. So, listen, um, you've come to um, uh, this uh, time in your life, prostate cancer, uh, upon you. Uh, then you got active in regarding, uh, well, promoting uh, the cancer and then also fundraising. So tell us about that space. So um, because of my, my journey, I actually, I, I would say I probably harassed Anne, <laughs> um, <laughs> Anne, and, Anne and, and her team um, <laughs> with an idea of, of developing um, an ongoing awareness. Yes. Um, Prostate Cancer Foundation do lots and lots of fundraising and I urge people to go to their website and look up what is available. They do things throughout the year. Yes. Um, for me, I just wanted to join that bandwagon and create those conversations mm. um, in, in my networks sure. and, and broader um, that people do go out and get tested, that um, they do look at it. Um, they have the conversations, more importantly, mm. in, in the time that I've been having this conversation with, with Anne and her, her foundation. Um, actually, two friends of mine have gone out and got tested, one with no family history, um, very healthy eater, very fit person, and has, has been diagnosed with prostate. a higher prostate um, oh, PSA wow. test than mine mm. was for cancerous. Yeah. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's got cancer, but he would never have thought about yes. going to get that check had we not had that conversation. So yes. Planet Prostate is the event I've kind of come up with this this week leading into Prostate mm. um, Awareness Month, which yes. is annually in September. Mm-hmm. And it's just um, the idea was to, you know, 
go bigger than Ben Herbert from little things, big things grow. Exactly. We should so, write, a, write a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> we started small. Yeah. We've got a few people come on board. Um, obviously, the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia have come mm. on board. We're also working with a local um, charity here in Cairns, obviously in a local area called Couch. Mm. Um, but the idea, the most of the money and most of the fundraising and mm. the online platform for prostate cancer, Planet Prostate yeah. is on the Prostate Cancer Foundation site. Okay. So you can go there and search Planet Prostate and you'll see you can donate. There's mm. a little bit about me, but it's very scant because in the middle of all this, I, I wasn't doing so well um, mm. sure. health-wise. Health so yes. I'm now just ramping it up for this September. So cool. I'll be putting more little bits of information, maybe links to interviews mm. and things like that. Uh, and you're still with us, Anne? Oh, we lost Anne. No, you're there. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right you. here. And look, Good. we are we are big fans of David and, and Thank you know, you. all the work that he's done to raise awareness. He's been tremendous. And we really appreciate it. I mean, community mm. action is key to prostate cancer control. You know, there's exactly. no other way of getting the word out there as effectively. Exactly. And uh, David has been absolutely mm. incredible in helping us to do so that. With, so with we're the very funds, grateful. With the funds that, um, uh, like, for example, David raises, um, David raises, what happens with that money? Can you paint that picture, please, um, Anne? Oh, I sure can. Look, so as you guys would know, we fund prostate cancer specialist nurses nationwide, including okay. nurses in the Cairns area. Yeah. That's really important. So, you know, our, our nurses make sure that men get the advice that they need when they're going into treatment because mm. uh, there are a range of options for treating prostate cancer. It's a really complex disease. And then our nurses are there to support them in the days immediately following, whether it's surgery or radiation, and then the years afterwards as well, when a lot of men will mm. continue on their treatment. Uh, money also goes to research, and research yes. is critical. And you know what, 95% of our donors say that that's really the, the most important area of funding for them in terms of the okay. work that we do. And that's mm. because it, it really does help us to save lives. So we're funding one of the biggest trials in Australia at the moment it's called the Evolution Phase 2 Clinical Trial. Mm -hmm. We're really trying to find a way to absolutely beat this disease. Um, and that, that's the sort of stuff that's allowing us to improve survival rates. So we've got really high survival rates right now and we've just got a little gap that we've got to close and, sure. and ultimately you know, keep, keep working towards defeating it and that's what we're doing at the moment. Lovely. That's beautiful, Anne. Thank you. Um, so, David, back to you in regard to uh, first finding out, um, what were the symptoms or were you feeling weak and thought you'd go for a checkup, and then you found out a prostate or tell us your journey there, please. Well, in, in, my, in my case, like I said, I had family history. My father passed away in 96 from that. Mm -hmm. So I was fully aware that there are hereditary um, possibilities with prostate cancer. Um, so I was checking regularly. Um, but just I'd like to add a little thing mm. in here that a lot of men um, are reluctant to yes. talk or discuss this or go and get a test. It's good word we're having a shot, um, yes. As Anne said, it's no longer the old style examination that we used to have. It's just a blood test. So okay, when no you, bending over. No bending over. When, okay. you, when you go blood and test. Get your, Thank you. Well, that's your, good to know. Yeah. And that's why people are, uh, well, brothers are hesitant. Absolutely. Uh, and go for the test. So when, when you go and get your normal yearly health check or when you visit your doctor every couple of years, if you're in that age group, just, just you know, go and check. So for me, I was following and it started to rise slowly. But because of my work in rural area, as people in those areas would know, you don't always get access to services. 
And as I had no symptoms, whatever, mm. I adopted a watch and wait until I was able to get to a bigger center and mm. then followed up there. And that took, you know, a few months to go through because of me still working remotely yes. and moving around. Um, I was actually first diagnosed in Darwin, but I was traveling working in Cairns at the time, yeah. but I'd already started the process. Okay. So, you know, that for me was difficult. It's, it's, it's mm. a lot easier, like Anne says, if you contact your, your prostate cancer nurse and your urologist and all those people when you're a stable, mm. in sure. a stable workplace yes. and yes. home to get those um, services done. Um, so as, as, as a nurse, qualified nurse, would you look at um, uh, getting back to work and then hone in on prostate as a nurse, prostate... Um, it's uh, it's certainly a possibility. I haven't yeah. spoken with Anne about a future job yet. But. Sure. Okay. There you go, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and um, in in regards to the the month of uh, prostate cancer awareness, that that is September, is it? It sure is, you guys. And you know, we we've starting early. A big, yeah, we you know why not? Too? Why not? We're exactly. Kind of it yeah, we're winding things up as well in the sense that um, getting people amped for our big campaign for the year is called the long run, the long and run. Uh, people are welcome to jump into that too if they don't, um, mm. you know, if they're not local to the Cairns area and can't get along to any of the things that David is organising. Sure. Just go to thelongrun.org.au and there's plenty of stuff there as well for people Beautiful. to draw from. And thank you very much. Good yarning with you. We'll let you go, sister. Um, Anne Savage, uh, CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. Good yarning with you. Thank you so very much, and uh, uh, thanks for supporting David as well. Oh, look, thanks for all the work you guys do. You're ace. And David, good on you, mate. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Anne. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. So Deli Yarn there with uh, Anne Savage, CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, and talking to uh, my Deli brother here. Uh, said brother from another mother. He, uh, he's um, Pommy Blackfella from um, from England, the motherland, so-called motherland, living here, now nursing, a well-qualified nurse. Uh, tell us your, your connection with our mob. I mean, you've got that black skin, and brother always read brother no matter where they are. Uh, how did you get amongst um, dealing with our mob? I know Shawnee Chilbers at the table. You're yeah. a good friend of Shawnee Chilbers. Yeah. That in itself will open up a lot of doors uh, in this country if you had a good friendship with Shawnee Chilbers. It did. Well, <laughs> I, it, st it started when I was um, actually doing my nursing study and Sean Chilbra came to our university and I was part of the um, I guess the the uni life team down there yeah with um, uh, a lady who's still at the uni now called Anne-Marie Wilkinson and okay and shout we, out. yeah we used to do um, you know help the events or we'd support we were basically volunteers and mm. I was also at one stage part of the um, advisory to the chancellor body mm. And Sean came down and, uh, you know, um, I helped move in between the three campuses down in yep. um, Gold Coast. Not the Gold, no, Gold Coast wasn't there then. Sorry, it was um, Lismore, Port Macquarie and Coffs okay. I had at Coffs that stage. Yeah. yeah, so we, we did that trip and then um, we, we got on well. And later on, I came up here and met you. That was 2013, I yeah. believe. There you go, um, brother. Yep, yep. Yeah, and... Um, Ten years now, bro. Ten years, and in that time, I'm. And you bought me lunch the other day, so we're we're, <laughs> we're hooked forever now, bro. <laughs> you know, in that time, I've been um, blessed to be able to practice most of my nursing in rural and remote areas. Yes. And I started off my very first placement was in Will Canyon, Far West New South Wales, um, and you know, I've I've just loved it since, and it's taken mm. me all around central New South Wales. I've worked in bigger hospitals in Tamworth and Gympie. Yes. Um, I've worked in Mount Isa. I've worked, gone to Port Hedland. I've been up yeah. to Arnhem Land and, um, you know, other places in the Northern Territory. And now I'm working in the Torres and Cape. 
Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah. Beautiful. So, look, working with that mob, uh, like I said, black on black, you can't beat that. Even if you're from another country, you understand and respectfully understand uh, the, the culture and in regards to another man's country mm. and in regards to communicating and respecting of elders as well, mm. but also talking to uh, our mob in that deadly way mm. that they're open to come to the table and, and get their medical check and, and, and have conversations with you, yes? Yeah, now I do hope to, um, to make some um, more alliances I guess in in for myself as well as um, improve which which I look to to improve my um, capacity yes. and cultural capacity in particular because being born in England there's just innate stuff that I need to rewire in my brain mm. when I go to a community to understand that things that would be said normally in mm. England without without a second thought can cause major offense mm. um, or can put people offside. Um, the other thing, as a as a you know a nurse who's only there for a short time, I try to um, let the community know that who I am. You know, mm. obviously we've gone through the the Nigerian father, Jamaican mother. Sure. How long I'm in their community from, and trying to give them that choice mm. to, is it okay for you to interact with me, or because I'm only here for four weeks or six weeks or yeah. two months, would you prefer to talk to somebody else until? Yeah, you, you feel beautiful. comfortable with me, and and you know that's part of it, and and asking them to teach me how to do things right. Yes, and you're um, a student. Yeah, at the table, I'm a, absolutely a student yes. because I I say to people, look, if I if I upset you or cross cultural boundaries or say something that's inappropriate culturally, please let me know so I can learn mm. and not do that again. And obviously that's compounded because every community, even if they may only be. 200 kilometers are apart mm. can be vastly different in their cultural practices and protocols sure, sure. so it's it's an ongoing learning process yeah beautiful you know. and uh, like i said you're a student for life and you're open to the conversation and respectfully having that conversation uh with the mob out there are you happy to work with me because uh, we're talking about dealing with people not product yeah yeah, yeah absolutely you and, know what I mean? and that's what it is i think um health is a beautiful thing and we are working within the systems that we have to to deliver a holistic approach. Yes. Um, but like anything in life, we can always improve. Um, and so a lot of that is our own self-reflections. Sure. And, and finding out where those unconscious biases lie within us. Um, because, you, you know, it's a this experience has taught me through my going through hospital, a, even as a nurse, mm. there's things I go, oh, I, I didn't know that. Yes. Or I didn't know that was going to happen. Be open-minded. That, you know, if you research, and I'm, I'm, I'm a nurse, but I don't do big research into my own condition. I'm sure. happy yep. to, to sort of go remote, you know, with the flow a little bit. But as a person without any knowledge or health literacy, as they call it, it's difficult to be in that system. Mm. And it can be scary to be in that system, um, especially if English isn't your first language. Yes. You know, so exactly. that's difficult. So I haven't... Um, I have reached out to various people like yourself and BBM helping me promote this message, mm. but it's still a message that um, I'm going to look to other people to guide me how to be able to speak about that when I'm coming into mm. uh, in and around community so sure. as not to, not to Scare upset them, people. Scare them, upset people, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, the information getting across the table, that's what you're talking yeah. about. You know, and, yeah. and that's and that's what it's about. Again, we we are doing this Planet Prostate event on the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia mm. website. You can go on there and search. There's lot there's lots of other fundraisers they do. There's a, another thing mm. which we might look to bring in. I think it's called the 
bloke's big tea or something like that. It mostly oh. happens in okay. uh, in <laughs> Melbourne and stuff, but it's growing and Toowoomba, sure. I think, has one in other places. So, you know, there's great fundraising stuff, but it's also mm. about the conversation. You exactly. know, let's go and get tested. Just ask your doctor if you're, mm. as Anne said, you know, in that 30 to 40, if you've got a family history of mm. prostate cancer, if not sort of above 40, maybe every couple of years, you know, 50, it's like you're an ambassador for bowel cancer. I am, yes. Um, so it's, you know, at the same time, mm. you're, you're dropping that in. Go mm. ask your doctor tested, for a PSA yeah, exactly. test. Yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. It's not one or the other. It's, it's a, you know, money-pronged approach. So. But look, um, you can't be black on black. And what, about, what I love about you, my brother, is you are so down to earth and you're talking about communication with, with mob and community, but whether you're a, a nurse, doctor, football coach, uh, or what have you, it's talking to people yeah. and not at people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, and communication. It's, and it, it's a two-way learning yes. always, you know, and, and it's, it never stops for me. I've been here 28 years and I'm still making mistakes sure. um, and then still asking for forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> you know, sure, but, sure. But when you preface that with, I may make mistakes, mm. please help me, it's a lot more than coming in and thinking, you know, I know what I'm talking about and... Yeah, so it's 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 an ongoing learning capacity mm. and a, a beautiful But you help journey. build a bridge as well to our non-Indigenous nurses out there, male and females, who are in community, who, who don't have the, the knowledge or the know-how in regard to communication. Because you've told me a couple of stories where you've sort of corrected them or guided them yeah. in conversations mm. to make it easier for, for both parties. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I found, like, you are bringing up the fact that I'm black on black, and sometimes that has opened me up to surprising conversations in in very short spaces of time yes. that have surprised me yes um uh and i'm not i you know there's no one particular reason why no. it is but when you are privileged to the to people's confidences or interactions in a short space of time it's important to honor that mm -hmm. and to share those things yes. if somebody's saying you know, if they come to me and say, oh, David, you can't talk about this in front of my wife, mm. you know, you can talk about me, then I have to respect that. Even though, Thank you. Even though for me, you'd be going, well, you mm. know, you're my partner's in the room, we're having the full conversation, but you have to be mindful yes, that exactly. you can only go so far, exactly. even though their partner's in the room willingly. Sure. So it's, it's, it's a bit different <laughs> at mm. times. Sure. Um, and certainly, like, you know, with this conversation, I have reached out to some of the health people that I work with and will continue to reach out mm. and see, you know, for future building on that, how, how best I can assist raising the awareness yes. for, for this in a way that's appropriate. Well, we've got our own black nurses in this country, yeah. anyway, and more power to the beautiful nurses out there, and, and, and midwives even, what have you, you know, doctors. Yeah. Uh, but it's just great to have you at the table and, and be supportive. And like we're talking about closing the gap here. We're talking about uh, life expectancy. We're talking about health. We're talking about uh, all the above, and that's the physical and the mental sense as well. Yeah, so absolutely. we need all the help we can get. Yeah. And so I'm glad you're at the table in, uh, in the medical world. Brother. And, you know, and I'd, I'd like to pay um, homage to all those nurses out there. Yes. Um, you know, obviously COVID has been a, a major, yeah. a major stressor for a lot of health workers, as well as community. I'm not saying we had it better or worse, no. but a lot of people are under stress and a lot of people are, are still 
readjusting after that. But, you know, to all those health workers who take the time to learn, to take the time to go out and support communities, even if it's at short notice, mm. where otherwise there would be no staff, you know, they really ought to be congratulated um, and, and hopefully respected and welcomed. They generally are welcomed, they actually. Are beautiful, exactly. Um, you know. And they're going to be um, uh, appreciative and uh, also respectful for being welcomed. Yeah. You yeah. know, that, that's a, I mean, they're, to do, they're there to do a J-O-B. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, if you're building bridges, then your J-O-B will be a lot better. Yeah. And, jo- and you'll be kicking goals. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. People. Yep. Yeah. Two daily, beautiful. Um, David uh, Maxwell, Buster, thank you, brother, for coming along. Uh, good luck with your journey. We're here to support you. Uh, a man with prostate cancer and uh, having a deadly yarn with Ann Savage, CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, a very important um, uh, act to get tested. Yeah. That's what the message yeah. is here. Talk to your loved ones. If you, if you know anyone in your family that's got prostate cancer, you know, have a chat about it. Have a chat with your doctor. Um, you know, it's not an invasive test. It's just a blood test like all yes. your others. Um, and then there's various other options. So mm. please, let's start talking about it. It's everybody's business because it affects the whole family. True. If if a, if a male member of that family or, or you know, or somebody with a prostate is, is mm. affected. So, yeah. Yes, fantastic. Thank you for your yarn, my brother. I'd also like to um, add to that regarding um, um, the... Um, cancer bowel cancer and i'm ambassador of that and what it is you get it sent to you in the mail uh at the age of 50 and just get it tested and uh, i talked to dr uh, joel uh, wenatong from newcastle mm. and when i interviewed him early this year uh before i became ambassador uh, back in uh, june i talked to him about february and he said look brother trev what it is is tell our deadly brothers out there don't go and do guna go and do <laughs> shit and send it back to the government yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. what i use go yeah, and get yeah. tested yeah. uh do it for your family and look stay strong dave we'll talk soon buster all the best and we'll um, we'll be yarning okay brother thank you very much too deadly beautiful good yarn there with uh, david buster maxwell and uh look he's also a right hand man there to shawnee chulra shawnee listen if you're listening brother big shout out from uh brother trev and uh buster and uh would you to catch up for lunch and you boy brother trinity trev going to sign off here for this daily program one hour program thank you very much for your company we've got the news coming up very soon with nurse national news radio service but thank you for the yarns here on national talk black with trinity trev murray from the curry look stay black stay deadly stay strong and we'll yarn soon too deadly